It's Thursday, March 29th, 2018. You're listening to Last Time on Video Games, the podcast about retro video games, and sometimes some other things. This is episode 220, Roadside Hazards. Runtime for this episode is 41 minutes. Hello and welcome to Last Time on Video Games, the podcast that connects us to you. My name is Jeremy. I mean, that was going to be my joke because I was going to say something about connecting hearts and minds, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Yes, we connect us to you. I'm Tyler. I prefer most to spend most of my time on the information superhighway. My name is Zach. That is true. That's much better than the city connection. It is instead the, like... World connection? Yeah. The sequel. <laughs> uh, I really, really hope not. I hope there was never a sequel and that you, it was never you considered. You didn't actually... There is a sequel to this game. You play as an airplane. Is it called... It's called World Connections. We're going to have to play it at some point. No, we're not. I think we can, we can preempt that. We have the power. We do not have to play the sequel a, to this it, game. It's a platinum seller, though. Like, ten stars. Yeah. This is an amazing... This is apparently some amazing game. Yeah, no, I, I can I can see that, definitely. Um, it's like right the up- Aliens to Alien. You know, that movie no one liked. <laughs> we played City Connection. We'll get to why later. We can we can uh, put Zach on trial for that later. But before that, Zach, what have you been playing this week? So I've actually been up to it quite a bit. I uh, finally, after spending a couple of months saying I was going to do it, played a couple of games of ranked League of Legends. Oh, hey, I know you've been threatening that for a while. Yes, I have. I played the first one and promptly lost. Okay, that and happens. was discouraged. But then I, rather than just kind of deciding, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to be doing you that rallied. anymore today. I I played a second game, and I managed to help win the game, although I didn't contribute a whole lot. My bottom lane was not a good bottom lane to uh, play into, because it was me on Ezreal and my teammate playing Leona against a Draven Nami. Draven is a high-power early game champion with a support who does really well for that. I'm glad you decided to explain that, because like while I kind of knew what was going on there, I could just imagine, for someone unfamiliar with this, that it sounded like you just shifted into a different language for a few minutes. There. I know. <laughs> of course, then just because that's what happens when you have a lane like that, we got camped. So me and Leona, already behind and in kind of a disadvantaged lane, ended up having the enemy Warwick just kind of pitch a tent and sit out nearby. But fortunately, the top half of the map uh, took advantage of that and managed to carry us through the game. I looked at it on uh, the day after I played the game, and I am apparently sitting on gold for MMR after two games. Huh. I'm surprised it ranks you after only two games. It, I feel I'm, like not, it... I'm not ranked. Okay. I need to play ten games to get ranked. I just looked at op.gg, which is a website that has that kind of thing, and it does a rough estimate based on, like, you, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's probably based on, like, the opponents. And I looked up the ranks. I was, like, two, uh, two, two silver guys on both teams, and then the rest were, like, golds. Okay. So I'm I'm playing in that in that neighborhood, and I never really felt outmatched. So and I feel I mean, like the last something. time you played ranked really heavily, that's about where you were sitting anyway. I was so. sitting high silver. Okay. I, <laughs> I was uh, going to make something about uh, a pirate reference, actually. Like, you know, you're, you're high, high Zach Silver. But so I'm currently just playing Ezreal. That's my plan because he's I like him. He's a good, good all-rounder. Um, I'm not an overtly high danger playing him. Uh, you can always abandon your support if they're dumb. I don't need my support really. Yeah, I mean his damage is a bit lower, but I think I can make I think I can make up for that with just base utility. But we'll have to see. I'm 
planning on experimenting a little bit, getting more into it. I just haven't played the last couple of days because I've had other plans, and those other plans have been expecting people with more, like, appearance than I, like, I didn't think I'd have an hour to play the game. So, turned out I did, but <laughs> I didn't think I did. So I didn't actually play any more of that. Uh, and I finally beat Dark Souls 3. Oh, hey. You've also been mentioning that you were going to maybe do that. I was, I, well, the thing is, I, the reason why I never really beat the game was because I never sat down and did what I did against Aldrich, the Devourer of, of Gods, was just sit down and beat my head against that wall until it came down. I'm sure the people who don't like Dark Souls think that sounds like so much fun. So much fun that they are in hell, because only a <laughs> sinner can have that much fun. I mean, it, the last boss is tricky because he switches through a bunch of different forms. One is a sword, which is pretty basic. One is a staff, which is more like ranged attacks and magic attacks, which is kind of annoying. And then there's a saber, which he's really fast and kind of hard to deal with in that form, in my personal opinion. And then he has a spear form, which has range, which makes it hard. And then once you take all of his HP down on his first form, he gets a second form when he gets all of his HP back. And during that form, I basically waited for him to use an attack that led him to jump at me, dodge out of the way, and hit him like twice, and then immediately uh, Dark Souls rolled my way away. And then just do that over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I, I almost had him down, I'm like, okay, I think I can kill him if I just wail on him for a little bit. And I did. And I won. And then you got depressed because you were at the end of Dark Souls. I was actually quite happy with myself because I'm still probably going to do a little bit of exploring because I have those two DLCs in it rather than like start up a new game or anything like that. But now I think I'm ready to try out Dark Souls 1 when, I, when the remastered version hits later this year. That's May, right? Do I think you remember so. when? I, I just think, remember May. I think it's in May. So it's a couple months out. Um, but yeah, that's another. That's a fun game. League's a fun game. And uh, I'm really going to buckle down and try and get some a lot more ranked games in. It's just haven't done it yet. You should just do one a day and just make yourself do one a day. That is pretty much how I play Dragon Ball Fighters. I mean, it's an hour a day as opposed to one match, but that's a difference in how long a match of Dragon Ball Fighters well, takes. Well, my, my plan was basically to use what one of the Trinity Force guys mentioned that he does, which is basically I was if I'm playing League of Legends, I'm going to be playing ranked. And um, if I get more than if I get two losses in a row, I'm going to stop. Just take a break, walk away, maybe Do go something get yourself else. a macchiato. Play like uh, Fighters or... Uh, XCOM 2 or Hell or or Doom. That's probably something I should do if I want to get better at fighters. Is like actually play fairly regularly. Although I technically won our best of three, you so did. Uh, <laughs> I think the last match was kind of kind of uh, BS that I actually won that one because uh, <laughs> you definitely had me on the ropes there. But and just on that, the last thing I've been doing, I'm still playing a lot of Dokkan Battle and Fate Go. They released their la their next update for that. Both those games actually. But Fate Go added uh, the Florence Nightingale. She's like a nurse. Yeah, I was going to say the name is familiar, but... She's a berserker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds appropriate for Florence Nightingale. Yes, I know. Is she uh, in full like medieval knight outfit? No. I summoned on that banner a couple times and ended up with Vlad the Impaler. Oh, he's always good. 
Like that one episode of Hercules where Hercules, the Greek hero, and his sidekick, whose name I can't remember, go to meet their old friend Vlad the Impaler. Isn't so that that was a Disney Channel show, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm I was talking about the Sam Raimi Hercules the Legendary Journeys. Oh, okay. Where that was the counterpart to Xena Warrior Princess. You are thinking of the Hercules uh Disney cartoon that was a counterpart to the Aladdin cartoon. To be fair, also seems like a show where Hercules would have met Dracula. They probably would not have called him Vlad the Impaler I have, on that Disney show. Though. I have fond memories of both that Aladdin show and the Hercules TV show from when I was in like middle school. They might have been good since they were right after DuckTales when uh, Disney was still really trying. They were pre the Mighty Ducks and Goof Troop where they had clearly given up. I've heard the Hercules show was really Sweeney in retrospect. Like... They kind of alternated between good episode, bad episode. I don't know, because at the time I, when I was watching it, I wasn't critically thinking about anything. Anything at all. Someone just handed you a like Marmite sandwich, and you're like, oh, sweet, weird peanut butter? Awesome. No, okay. That's clearly wrong audience for that joke. No, no, one, no I, one, I know what Marmite is. Yes, no one here hates Marmite quite as much as I do. L- look, if but... Zach had ever had Marmite, he would hate <laughs> it four times as much as you. I guarantee it. I can't even remember what it is, but there's only one food I've ever seen my dad not eat. And that is? I can't remember what it is. <laughs> it's like hummus or something like that. But but Marmite. So, Jeremy, anyway, <laughs> on the case of thinking critically about something, what have you been doing? Playing a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters. Now, I've been thinking critically about stuff because I haven't been consuming much passive media. What, with Dragon Ball Super having skipped last week? Yeah, and I haven't watched the new episode of Darling in the Bronx, and the translator for the fan sub of Lupin Ranger got sick and is hasn't released the new episode yet. So the last episode of Darling in the Bronx you saw was when they split the dormitory in half? Split the house in half with tape and were like, boys are not allowed on this side. And they're like, well, sucks to you because you put the kitchen on our side. Zero Two spends that entire episode trolling everyone. Yes, it's very good. Um, Darling and Frank's still very good. I'm actually kind of wondering what terrible anime as you pick up next. It doesn't actually have to be terrible. Yeah, it should be but... Darling and the Bronx. It's only like okay. nine episodes in or something. It's, I think this week will be di- episode nine or ten. If you want a cheesecake one to watch with Alex, High School DXD. Yeah, you've mentioned it a couple times, and I feel like I'm passingly familiar with it. Is, th- is this the one where they have to, like, kill a bunch of zombies and... No, am I thinking High School of the Dead? I think that's High School of the Dead. The main character dies and is resurrected as a devil. Okay, what what does DXD stand for in this show? Do you know? Did you ever find out? Uh, Devil Extreme Devil. It's like Devil X Devil or something like that, if I remember the actual thing on it. Or it could just be the cup size of most of the female characters. (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) It's not not Double D, it's DXD. (laughs) Well, it's D times D. (laughs) D squared. But I have been playing more Dragon Ball Fighters, which is boring to talk about. I'm still a Super Saiyan 2. I am not a Supreme Kai yet, although I'm slowly grinding up is, towards that. Is Super Saiyan 3 beyond Supreme Kai, or yes. does that not even a rank? No, it's beyond Supreme Kai. It's pretty high up there. I believe it's right below Majin. It's above ah. Supreme Kai and Demon. I don't understand why... Because De- Deborah was stronger than the Supreme Kai. But there were other demons they encountered earlier in Those Dragon are all just Ball. Namekians. <laughs> All of them. What about the ones who were explicitly from the demon? Like, didn't they fight Deborah's sister or something back in the original that's Dragon, Dragon Ball? That's in Dragon Ball Heroes. That's a, that's after Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Man, I don't that's even know That's Heroes slash Xenoverse. Deborah's sister's like, hey, remember Deborah? He was kind of cool. I'm like him, but I have D- double Ds. <laughs> Buy my merchandise. Yeah, I, I, don't you mean DXDs? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I've been playing is a lot of Slay the Spire, which I mentioned last week. It is a roguelike deck building game 
where you play as a fantasy adventurer climbing up a tower to kill its dark heart. <laughs> I mean, which sounds awesome. It, sounds right up my alley. It is very up your alley. I already probably, bought it for you. Probably right up my spire, if you will. Yeah, I managed to uh. beat it a couple times with the Ironclad. There are, it's still technically in development, and there are only two classes right now, which is kind of unfortunate. The Ironclad, which is like a demon warrior guy, and the Silent, which is a rogue. <laughs> Why are they called different things other than names that make sense? Because flavor. Yes, like, exactly. They poured because some Tabasco all over that game day. Because a warrior can't surround himself in fire. He doesn't have that spell, but an ironclad does. What does a silent have that a rogue does not uh, have? As far as I can tell, nothing. They okay. do sweet backflips and poison people and have shivs, many shivs. So they're maybe more of a ninja. Yeah, I guess. They, they do have a shuriken item that is very useful for them. So. Is the shiv static? No, it's just a regular shiv. Okay. It's a zero-cost card that does four damage. One of the silent strategies is you get, like, a million shivs and just cut your opponent to death. (laughs) I mean... That sounds about right. That's actually also really practical life advice, is uh, just get acquire a million shivs and cut your problems to death. But it's pretty fun. It's difficult to keep your deck thin because you don't really know what cards are going to come up. It's hard to make a consistent deck, but that kind of adds to the strategy. I've can pretty consistently beat it as the Ironclad now. I've unlocked everything you can unlock as him, so I'm trying to beat it with the Silent now. I mean, I are they rated on, like, a difficulty curve? or no. is it Okay. And But most people think the Silent is the easier of the two. Okay. But you can't manage it. Well, I've only tried twice now. I've played the Silent a, a total of twice now. My second game after I unlocked it, and once more and I was done with the Ironclad. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, I some, of those is, some of those I've found is like, this is the easy mode. Are you sure about that? Because this is a lot harder than how I was doing it before. Well, it's more that I don't know what the silence cards are other than poison people and get shivs. Ah. So I don't know which ones are good. There are many ones as the ironclad that is like, oh, man, this card is not good at all. Well, it seemed really obvious which ones were uh, the ones that you actually wanted. Not really obvious. It took a lot of trial and error. Like FTL, it is a game where I lost like 30 times before... Finally winning. Like before finally or finding a niche. Yeah. Uh, but unlike FTL, it doesn't have quite the amount of replayability, I don't think, just because there aren't as many classes as there are ships. I think there are more valid strategies for each class than there are for FTL ships, but... More often than not, I found in a lot of those games, you'll find the strategy that works and then keep going back to it. It yeah. doesn't really work in this game just because of the number of cards. You can't guarantee any of your key cards are going to go up, so you have to kind of adapt to what the early game gives you. And this mm. kind of roll with it. Although the general strategy of of generate enough block to not take any damage and have a thin enough deck that you can just keep playing your buff card until you win seems to be good. Yeah, that seems like it would be useful. I mean, you're going to take a while to take down whatever you're killing, but if you're never taking damage, it doesn't matter. All the enemies in the game are pretty good about ramping up their damage the longer the fight goes. So so you're incentivized to get rid of them quickly, usually? Yeah, you have to have a curve where you go up faster than they go up, which is why you need to keep a thin deck instead of having a bunch of different buffs, so you can kind of cycle it. But I haven't won without one specific card, and I know you can, so... But it is a fun card. It doubles your strength. Oh, yeah. Every time you play useful. it. <laughs> so I guess the final boss I have like a one uh, plus 120 to all my attacks the highest of which does like 12 damage by default nice <laughs> so that is pretty fun but that's about all I've been playing Tyler what have you been playing um I've been playing be a responsible adult and do a lot of housework what I know and uh also really not like not be at home very much so 
So while I would have liked to be playing like Subnautica or actually Slay the Spire is on my the top of my list right now, I have actually not been in my basement for a couple days. So it, it it occurred to me right before we started recording this podcast that I don't even know if the seven days server is running right now. Oh, that'd be something to check. It would be something to check. Nobody's yeah. complained to me yet, so yet, I don't. I couldn't tell you. Say, given that no one's complained, I assume either no one's been playing, or I, I don't know. I could see Kevin just like not telling me. <laughs> so, no, nah, but, but Kevin probably would have told me. That is true. Um, so. We played the Attack on Titan deck building game in Zach's basement and won. That is true. That was a lot of fun. Not even a single person died. We did well in that game. I felt like I was not contributing at all to that effort. So do I. I feel like that's how you win, is you have one person do all the work and everybody else goes around feeling like they're not contributing. <laughs> Hi, I was doing all the work. Yeah, yeah, you Zach saw my was deck at the end of that. <laughs> you got to kill, like, a Titan, I feel like. Yeah, I actually had a pretty decent deck in retrospect. I just felt like it was never actually accomplishing anything. Well, because I was sitting there throwing massive damage spikes at everything, I think. Yeah. And I think that's actually what you have to do, though, is min-max. So, you have a bunch of people tank, and then you have one person who has two kill shots in their deck. Uh, it hits them at the same time. Have, have we ever described the mechanics of this game on this show? No, I don't really know how to. It's a deck-building game where you have to buy the Titans, their enemies... You, you, buy them like you would in Dominion with your currency to defeat them. You also have to physically move a mo- marker to w- one of initially five places where you have buy pools. There's, like, equipment. There are various types of cards and stuff. I don't know. It's fun. It's cool. I mean, it runs on the, like... Cerberus engine. That's it. Um, presumably, all games that run on Cerberus are mildly similar, so... I don't think they all have the movement mechanic. I think that's specific to Attack on Titan. Yeah, I was gonna say, because you picked up the Titan Titans... That I think game. I think that one is also competitive, but we didn't get How into. How are one. they possibly? I I'm really confused. There is power together. in the Teen Titans one as well. Just looking at the back of it, one of the mechanics in that is no, power. Which my makes question sense, though is, there are ongoing cards and can Robin thrust? I think Starfire depends. says she can't. He can. <laughs> well, you. wait, I'm, that's Nightwing. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping someone would did make Robin that Day ever? Who did Tim Drake de- in the Teen Titans? I think Wonder Girl for two minutes before, like, no, this is awkward and forced. <laughs> well, in the Teen Titans TV show that I'm familiar with, it was Starfire. Yeah, that, that was Dick Grayson. Slash, ah. But it, that was really more when he was Nightwing than when he was Robin. But they never really got into that on the TV show. Okay, so going back to, like, 90s kids problems. Hashtag 90 kids. I think this is actually problems. an early 2000s kids I think problem. I, I think but, I agree. Um, why do they actually cancel that show? Because uh, it was, like, really popular, I seem to remember. Five seasons is a, a okay. frequently a time where shows get canceled. The creators were frustrated with DC's rights at the time. They really wanted Kid Flash and Wonder Girl, and DC didn't want to let them have them. That's fair. That's why, they, in, like, the very last episode, Kid Flash shows up. Because they didn't care about the rights anymore. Is that actually what happened, or... Well, there is a Kid Flash episode, but they're like, you can have him for one episode. Okay. And then they let him reappear in the finale. Um, I mean, so clearly there was, like, some way behind it, because now there's Teen Titans Go. Which has a lot of the same creators behind it. But it's also a much sillier show in tone. Yeah, I've not really heard anything good about it, but that one opening that's just like a death metal, or like an 80s metal opening. I've heard a lot of good about it. Um, okay, I think so a lot fair, of individual specific episodes are very good, and a lot of them are just kind of fine. Kind of run-of-the-mill. Most but, of the place I see a lot of hate for it, though, is on the Steven Universe subreddit, where they lament, like, why are you playing endless reruns of this show and not any Steven Universe? Oh, so people are mad that 
is popular. The thing people are always mad about. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> See, right. Young Justice a couple of years ago when we were like, come on, it's so good. Please, Netflix Senpai, bring it back. <laughs> Netflix Senpai was like, your wish has been granted, but we won't tell you when. <laughs> I was going to say, Netflix did grant my wish, my unspoken heart's desire that I did not even realize I had, and made Blazing Transfer students. So, they but did you, something correctly. But you still haven't watched it. No, no. They made it for me, though. They did. So. They did. Just for you, and a little bit for me. <laughs> they wrapped it up and then put it on a shelf. But you know what wasn't made for us? All right, before we get into City Connection, I got something else. Uh, As I say, I noticed you did the hand thing where you're like, okay, my, 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 my master, uh, plan my master plan has come to fruition. Yeah, I did Zach's trap card. I acted, and I, in doing so, I accidentally smacked the table. So I was actually perusing the shop I usually use to buy shows for. And I noticed one, and I'm like, this would be perfect for Jeremy, because I know he likes well-rounded characters and plot lines and all that. So the physical shop? Uh, a it's it's actually an online shop. Okay, I was gonna say because I feel like your physical shop where you normally buy this stuff is Best Buy because your Best Buy doesn't have a whole lot of your stuff. Your goddamn commoner. <laughs> and uh, so I picked it up for Jeremy, and since it's near his birthday, here you go, buddy. Oh, uh oh, it's like the second gift unwrapping on the podcast. I, I think this is actually this up better to be at three. least as good as Persona Three. <laughs> oh boy! <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Thanks, Zach. It's even dubbed. <laughs> Well-rounded character, Zach. I saw what he did there. I saw that, and it happened. So uh, the audience knows it's beep. <laughs> beep, beep it. <laughs> uh, I saw that and immediately thought of you, man. You got the DVD and the Blu-ray in there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, is it both? Yeah, I think it's Tombow Pack. It's Funimation, so... All, all the damage. It's all the damage. <laughs> uh, you know, what, what's it going to take to... Uh, or how much damage is it going to take to uh, bust through on that one? Uh, I, you know, I'm going to need the thrust, like Robin. <laughs> I feel like a good hip check is in order. I don't even know where I'm going with this, so... I don't either. So of similar quality to that gift, City Connection... We played the version for the NES. It is an arcade port, and I very much suspect the arcade game plays a little better, but I haven't played it, so I could be wrong. I can't imagine there's a whole lot more you could do to this game to it make could, it play much better. But. There's a lot of pacing involved. Yeah, it could also be not a technical nightmare. City Connection looks like a pretty standard old arcade game. It definitely seems Pac-Man inspired to me. You play as a car. I mean, I presume you play as a guy driving a car. He's on the title screen and on the game victory screen. So he's, I presume you are him. He's like a very anime cool guy. but He's he, very Golgo 13. But he drives a station wagon. The, the least cool of cars. Is it a station wagon? I kind of felt like it was, like, I don't know, like a Studebaker or something. Like, kind of like a hearse. That's kind of the same. A hearse is just a station wagon. I feel like a station wagon has a little more, like, height to it. I don't know. Something something felt distinctly not station wagon-y about this car. It does handle like a station wagon, though. It handles like a goddamn boat, really. <laughs> uh, so your goal is to paint the town white, by which I mean go over every bit of highway. And, you know, like normal highways, it's got four levels, and the top three levels have gaps in them. You have to either jump over or go through to get down to the lower levels. So it's kind of a platformer. It really feels more like a Pac-Man-style maze game to me. It's just instead of eating dots, you kind of leave a trail where you've been. Oh, that's actually, that's not a bad comparison. I mean, I, he's not entirely wrong. 
but also this also up- plays terrible compared to Pac-Man. We're talking a couple weeks ago about how having more verbs is generally a good thing, but by comparison to Pac-Man, this game has more verbs, and it's a worse game, because none of those verbs are very fun. Well, because like, you can jump, you can shoot oil barrels? Yeah, I was going to say, this game has its own power pellets. There were oil cans, I guess, but that you pick up? The one... The jumping is apparently, according to Tyler, you can jump from one level to another because there are different level platforms that you have to paint, but you have to hit it perfectly in order to land on one higher than you, and I never could manage it. I couldn't manage it either. I just assumed you had to paint the top levels before you could move on, or then you had to sacrifice a life to get back to the top. Uh, another thing that makes it different from the pack, another thing that makes it different than Pac-Man is the enemies aren't nearly as interesting. Whereas you have the four different ghosts that are very well designed in Pac-Man and all have their kind of specific ways they attack you. In this one, you just have cop cars who kind of spawn ahead of you, and the physics on them are really funky. A lot of times they'll just kind of stay stationary at a side. I suspect that might be better on the arcade game, and that might be a limit of the NES. Although I don't actually know that. I don't know. I didn't really notice. You can shoot oil barrels at them, which you collect along the course, though you start with about 10, which is more than you generally need. If you hit one with an oil barrel, they start spinning, and then if you collide with them, you will knock them away and defeat them. Kind of like in Mario Brothers. I did notice with those, if they hit the edge of the screen, for whatever reason, they also stop. Yep. So... Uh, If you collide with a cop car normally, though, they defeat you and you lose a life. Uh, there's also a cat that will just kind of randomly appear. You can jump over him, but if you hit him, he will just die. You will explode into hearts, and you cannot shoot him with oil. Cats are oil-proof. Uh, and the reason you explode into hearts is the cat is just so damn cute that you uh I mean, he's got a balloon and everything. Is I thought a, it was a flag. Yeah, it looked like a checkered flag. I, thought it was, I, I thought actually it was ran into him on purpose the first time because I thought he was a power-up. So <laughs> He does look like she gives you some points, like a cool carrot. Like a cool cherry, or a gradius, or a key. Yeah. I didn't really notice... I didn't notice him when I ran into him the first time. Really, I was like, oh, that's a... There's a thing over there. It must be in the background. Oh, crap, that's actually a barrier. So the game has a problem, with it, which is that it's not very fun. Uh, it, like that's I said, one of the problems it has. I feel like it's the biggest problem it has. I would forgive everything else if it was fun. But... Like I said, it's clearly inspired by Pac-Man, but it doesn't have the maze element. It's very easy for you to just turn around if you see an enemy. And while that uh, halts your forward progress, they're also pretty easy to dispatch with the oil. The cat's the only real issue, that and the inability to jump up levels. And it just doesn't have a very satisfying hook. No, and turning back and forth in a car is not very much fun. And this coming from the guy that likes playing racing games. (laughs) Well, it's partially because you turn back. Oh, no, I found the turn around animation just really annoying if I like had to. I thought that actually looked pretty good. No, it it is annoying if you keep doing it in a row. It just doesn't look right. Yeah, well, and it it looks all right. That's fine. My problem is it just feels like it takes forever. It does feel really, really slow. So there's a weird pace break when you're trying to do that. Like you turning in a car. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I got to the second level of this game. So in order to finish a level, you have to light up every single square on the map. And in the second level, they have different sprites for the cop cars. They now have basically your car, but it's a cop car. And they can jump up levels and chase you. That does sound more interesting. Yeah, it's a little more interesting. On the other hand, it's like, oh no, it's not enough of a hook. I kind of wonder if they ever got anything really... Interesting in later levels. Yeah, because if you're going to do that kind of thing, I'm not saying that you have to have them out there initially because of the fact that you want to ramp up difficulty. But 
I think my personal opinion on that is that, yes, the cop cars need to be able to chase you, but you also need to be able to scale those platforms a lot easier. Yeah, it's not a particularly compelling first, like, five to ten minutes in the first place, and it never really gets very compelling. I mean, I'm, I spent most of this game, for some reason, maybe it was the music, comparing this to elevator action a lot in my head. That kind of makes sense to me. It's the same style of game. It seems made in the same mold. They're Although, just, I also don't think it's as good as this elevator action. No. It doesn't have that. I turned it on and I was like, okay, let's play this game. They're, oh my god, what am I playing? <laughs> there are just a lot more choices you can make in that game as compared to this one. This one's a lot more Mario-esque like, reaction and reflexes, but Mario has, makes you like try to plan your moves out, and this game is just like, well, either I can go forward or I can no longer go forward. So... Um, it's also, like, weirdly happy. This entire game is just weirdly happy for, like, the grim anime I don't know. character. I don't know that I'd say it looks particularly happy. It know. has a kind of a cartoony look to me. I can see, like, this being a Mickey Mouse game, right? You would have to actually add Mickey Mouse, but it has the right cartoon look to it. I guess that's true enough. I, I, now that you say that, I could definitely see this being, like, a Looney Tunes or something like that. Yeah, like a Crazy Castle game. A Crazy Castle Oh, Crazy game? Castle was a bad maze chase game that went through about 12 different licenses so it was bugs bunny's uh crazy castle for a while and mickey mouse's crazy castle at one point i, and think, I think at I've one point it was game. like bonkers crazy castle <laughs> as the licenses got worse and worse and worse bubsy's crazy castle it never got that bad <laughs> they made another bubsy game recently i know i don't understand why i don't know who is climbing what's weird is a lot of people were super excited for it i'm like who who are these closet bubsy fans where do they come from it's like the duke nukem movie they're making what, what? yeah i don't know why you'd make a duke nukem movie he's already a parody of action movies and it's not like a punisher thing where you can make it like the like parody being it's I mean, yeah i guess i could kind of see Duke Nukem in an Expendables style thing, but... Alright, I think this is going to be a short episode, but do we have any thoughts on City Connection other than it's a boring, simple arcade game that probably didn't deserve an NES port in the first place? I'm trying to think, like, what they could have done to make it more interesting. Honestly, uh, make it more like Pac-Man. You have to... You make like, it give so you, you unique enemies. Highlight. If you have, like, a Zenigata-style cop chasing at you, like, one specific one that can, like, throw handcuffs at you, look, I may have just seen Castle of Cagliostro and have Lupot on my mind, but... <laughs> I was just thinking, make it more like, like I said, more like Pac-Man. Use mazes and do... Try and do a little bit of different things with the cars, like have a... Like a uh, roundabout or something like that that you can mess with in a Pac-Man style. I was thinking maybe some aerial-based enemies, or, uh... Oh, birds that will poop on your car. Yeah, or possibly, like, a temporary double jump, or maybe, like, a boost. Ramps? Ramps would be fun. Ramps, and ramps would actually make a lot more sense in order to help you get up to those different areas. Power-ups would probably help as well, because if you have more things that you can do in order to progress, like, maybe you, instead of, like, oil cans, you get missiles or something like that. Yeah, I was just thinking, like... Am I just describing Spy Hunter? Or yeah, Vigilante I was gonna 8? say, I feel like Spy Hunter is really the game I wanted to be playing, in retrospect. Yeah, or like a Speed Racer game. Yeah, Like speed... a spring car. Yeah, exactly. Buzzsaws to get rid of the guys in front of you. Twisted Metal. <laughs> Alright, so speaking of better video games, we have a list on our website of all the video games we've played. That w- website is www.lasttimeonvideogames.com The list lists the games we've played from best to worst, and at the top is Chrono Trigger, a game I don't think has any cars. It's got, like, some hover bikes. Well, I was going to say, it does have that one, like, bike race with Johnny the Robot in Future Who's clearly a 50s greaser 
yeah. in the future who's yeah. a robot. Well, it's a little bit like the Elvis school in Fallout New Vegas. The Elvis religion, sorry. At the bottom is Echo 2, The Tides of Time. <laughs> uh, that kind of kind of has similarities. I feel like the turn animation, kind of similar. And, a little bit. And the dead center, another very simple game, Golf for the NES. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty middle-of-the-road game. That's pretty on par. I think that's the reaction that we give every time. Is Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah pretty Indeed. much every time we get to the middle game, it's always like, yeah, that's a that's a pretty middle game. <laughs> so since we compared it to it so much in the episode, I think we need to start with Pac-Man, but we're in unanimous agreement that it's worse than Pac-Man, right? Oh, yeah. oh yes. Pac-Man is a very solid game. There's a reason Pac-Man's a classic. And the other game we compared it to is Elevator Action, another game I think is actually quite a bit better. That is a compelling uh, comparison. I do agree. It's better than, or Elevator Action is better than this game. I mean, you have a lot more decisions to make. There are a lot more things you can do to affect action. All right, so scrolling down from there. How do we think it compares to Alleyway, the breakout clone for Game Boy? Because I think that's a little bit more compelling, too. I preferred it. I mean, if I'd ever actually gotten the opportunity to really try and play this game for more than, like, a half an hour before becoming both bored and frustrated at the same time, I probably would have put me to sleep like Alleyway did, but Alleyway at least held my attention for longer. And I'll say they're both a little bit on the boring side, but Alleyway is just that little bit more or a little bit faster paced that really keeps you engaged. That so, this game kind of lacks. So scrolling way down the list, another uh, NES game that just feels like there's not much going on. How do we think it compares to Mighty Bomb Jack? Oh man, I forgot about that game. Mighty Bomb Jack is is weird, but I think it was trying something different. Whereas this game. I don't know that was really trying anything new, I guess. It's not necessarily different, but new, but it's boring. It doesn't work, and I am I actively hate this game, <laughs> I have to say. Really? Really? I, I, because so far I've been getting kind of like a tepid response. Yeah. I don't hate this game, but I find it very boring and uninteresting, and I've said before, I actually think that makes it worse than a game I hate. Yeah, so it's weird for me, because Bomb Jack has so many things going on at the same time and none of them work well together like it's it's no but at least you have like game. states of power right that is like, true it's definitely got that sort of oh i'm powerful now i get to act oh wait now i'm weak and i have to be conservative and avoid enemies as i say but also those randomly appearing enemies with quasi random movement patterns but they have that in this game too that is true it feels a lot less like less of a problem in it's this a lot game. less aggressive in this game yeah I mean, I would probably have to give it to Bomb Jack anyway, simply because there's a lot more going on, even if I don't think the more things actually work together. So but another kind of broken NES game. How do we think it compares to Flying Dragon Secret Scroll? I, okay, I know we put this game really low on the list, but I secretly love this game. <laughs> Me too. This is the one that has the fighting game in it for no reason, and you oh, have that... to collect power-ups to get a key. Right, right. I mean, I'm under that no game illusions. game is terrible. Yeah. I think this game is worse than that. Okay, it sounds like Tyler thinks it, too. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a bad game, but it's a very endearing game. <laughs> so, how do we think it compares to Echo the Dolphin? Echo has at least some cool exploration stuff going I on. I think this game is worse than Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin is certainly more ambitious. That said, this does not have that dumb thing where keys and doors look exactly the same. Why would you make keys and doors look but same? But at least, at least Echo has things in it. Yeah, I mean, so Echo is an exploration game that shoots itself on the foot on its, like, core mechanics. This game just doesn't really have much in the way of core mechanics. So, like, is is a box full of spoiled meat worse than an empty box? Tyler. 
I asked that question to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think this game is maybe worse than Echo the Dolphin. Um, it is certainly less inspiring in any case. Okay, then. I was not expecting this to go this low. But the final question, is this game the new bottom of our list, or is it better than Echo 2, The Tides of Time? Bottom of the list. I'm actually going to say not quite bottom of the list. I feel like it's slightly more competently executed than Echo 2. I think Echo 2 is more competently executed and is trying more than City Connections is. Like, it is trying more. Let me put it this way. I don't feel like City Connection is a wedge we should stick between Echo and Echo 2. <laughs> Those games are not too dissimilar in quality, even though I do think Echo is a little better. Uh, so, I mean, I think they're mild. I think they have a substantial quality difference, but Zach is almost... No, I meant Echo and Echo 2. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Okay. Um, I feel like there was a difference in quality. I feel like Echo 2 was actually had lower production values than the original Echo. That said, Zach is almost convincing me, so I'm going to make you decide this one, Jeremy. Well, I don't think City Connection is the wedge between Echo the Dolphin and Tides of Time, like I said. I think maybe that it's better, but I don't want to put it between, so I will say it is worse. And we have a new bottom of the list. Ring the bell. Ding, City ding. Connection goes at number 229, below Echo to the Tides of Time. And above nothing. So I've picked both the game on top and the game on on the bottom. Are the best Wait, game you? we've played and the be- and the worst game we've played. Did you pick Chrono Trigger? No, I picked Doom. That's the best game we've played. That's that's not on top of the list, Zach. It's the best game we've played. There, there's like four games above it, Zach. <laughs> Doesn't make a difference. <laughs> it's still the best game we've played. You know, I'm sure this will please all the diehard Echo fans out there that we no longer think it's the worst game we've ever played on this show. And like... We maybe have played actually worse games than Echo that we did not put below Echo. The keys and doors are the same, Tyler. Yes, I know. I realize it's bad. I realize it's not good. Well, I mean, the one that stands out to me is Echo 2 when you have to uh, hit the right frequency to get the things to move. Yep, repeatedly, and, t- and trial and error, that nonsense. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they're good games. I'm just saying that we maybe have played worse games than that. There may be... But can you honestly think of what they are right now? No, no, I can't. And that's that's why Echo's on the bottom of the list. Oh, not but, anymore. Yeah, but now, now we have City Connection. And every time we oh. go to the... Uh, I can now go, yep, that's a connection we made. I'm going to go ahead and put an asterisk so we played the NES version, because I can believe that the arcade version is better. It might not be. But based on the general premise, I'd have to say probably not. You know, I will go do some research at some point and play the arcade version. No, you won't. On an em- emulator. I don't no, you won't. You. No, I probably won't. But I might. I might go, like, watch a Let's Play. How about that? Is that a good compromise? Maybe. S- see if it looks any different. Eh. So, Zach chose this total car accident of yeah, a game. Why did you pick this game, Zach? Because it was the first game I happened on that I didn't recognize the name and decided to do something different. You know, I always saw that game on the list and go, oh, that sounds cool. It sounds like it maybe is SimCity-like. And then I look at the screenshots, I'm like, oh. This trash pile. I think that's I'm why not I put call I, that. I think that's why I clicked on it and then decided, you know what? Screw it. I'll fall on this grenade. So anyway, we got T boned. What are we doing next week, Jeremy? Please tell me it's something better. Okay. Well, I have decided to provide for you a choice. Okay. I kind of want to play Romance of the Three Kingdoms for Bre- a Wall of Fire, not Breath of Fire, a strategy game by the same people who made Nobunaga's Ambition. I've heard good things about this. That might be a bit heavy, though, so my other option is Final Fight, the brawler for the Super Nintendo. Have we not played Final Fight? We have Fight? played we zero played, Final Fights. We've played Streets of Rage and Double Dragon. We've never played Final Fight. I'm honestly torn between these two. I could go either way, actually. I think I'm going to have time to do a heavier game between now and next week. Do you, do you have, have, do you have any pick- preference, Zach? I will make a decision if you do not. 
probably final fight if I had a choice. All right. Well, Zach made a decision. That okay. saved me from having to do so. So next time on Last Time, there will be many more fights. This has been Last Time on Video Games, a last podcast production, copyright 2018. For the conceptually impaired, all games and other media mentioned herein are copyright their respective owners. You died in a tragic head-on collision with a cat. Game over. If you'd like to listen to past episodes or read some of our written material, visit our website at www.lastimeonvideogames.com. You can also send us an email at ltovg at lastimeonvideogames.com. We're also on iTunes, so feel free to hit us up and leave us a review. Yeah. So, of comparable quality to that <laughs> gift. <laughs> I just, you know, I forever have Material Girl in my Steam library because of Zach. So, <laughs> you're welcome. I am bleeding from the nose. That's how bad this game is. <laughs>